and welcome back to another episode of the Purple Experience. What's going on, guys? I hope you guys are doing well. I am your host, Mr. Purple, Diaz York Slim. The real Slim Shady will stand up. But we're here, man. We're back. It is 3 o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon. Now, what are you doing? It's like, no, let me not. Let me stop. We're, we're on a good one, man. We're on a good one. Um, I got a bone to pick. We'll start with this, and then we'll get into the more. I got a bone to pick, though. Um, you like my new hair? First of all, I got braids. Uh, getting them redone. Little, um, my head's a little lopsided, um, and there's seven braids. So my head looks a little more lopsided because there's seven braids. And my head also looks a little more peanut-ish because I have braids. But that's totally fine. You know, we love, we love beautiful black peanuts. Um, if you've ever seen a black peanut, you should probably throw it away. But, you know, in this case, we're talking about my head. But so, anyways, um, DoorDash. Um, first of all, you take all my money. You take all my money. Let's stop it there. The pandemic, bro, the pandemic and DoorDash were, like, my best friends. It was so crazy. I wasn't getting sick during the pandemic. And DoorDash, hey, my best friend. When you get that unemployment, man, balling out. I was just eating DoorDash all day. And plus, you couldn't go out anywhere. So, you know, DoorDash was just taking everybody's money. But DoorDash, quit taking my food. Like, I know it's not DoorDash is taking the food. It's usually the people that are delivering your food takes your food. But also, hey, stop taking my food. Like yesterday, what was it, yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. I ordered Popeye's. Now, when you get DoorDash, you don't want to order Popeye's. You want to get something more extravagant. But I don't, every time, it seems like there's just imbeciles working in, 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 in. Because it's not, and it's like, oh, imbeciles a harsh word. But it's every time. It's every time I order something. I don't just throw around, I just don't throw that word around. It's every time. Every time. Every time I order something, they forget something. So I ordered a spicy chicken sandwich. Remember the allure of that? That was crazy. That was insane. Bro, they were killing people. Well, they killed one person. They killed a guy over a chicken sandwich. Uh-oh. 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 The end of humanity. Humanity should have just ended there. The moment that they killed the guy over the chicken sandwich, humanity should have just said, nope. And it should have just stopped. Everybody should have just stopped breathing and just fell on the floor and just dropped dead. Because, uh-oh, we're killing people over a chicken sandwich. I don't even know how low it can get. Can it get any lower than that? Let's just be honest. Can it get any lower than that? That's crazy. And we did that. We as human beings did that. It's crazy. Um, but DoorDash. Or the driver, stop, hey, just make sure that everything gets in there. Like, I paid for everything. I paid, I had a Sprite. So I was looking forward to this. So the thing, the item that was missing was my drink. And I'm, I look forward to my beverages. I, I look forward. Your boy looks forward to the beverages. So, and the, obviously the main deal, the main, the main deal, the main dish, you know. I'm looking forward to the entree and the drink. I'm not looking for the sides or whatever. The sides make the entree, uh, the entree, okay? The sides make the entree. Compliment the entree, I should say. 
You get fries and a biscuit complements the chicken sandwich. Biscuits a little dry, but they're very good biscuits. They're dry, but they're good. Because you don't necessarily need to add a lot of butter or honey. Oh, no, excuse me. You need to add honey. Not a lot of salt. There's a lot of salt on the biscuits, but they're buttered okay. Add some honey. I turn to an Italian. You understand what I'm saying? Chef's kiss. Even though it's Popeye's, still good. Anyway, so I ordered Popeye's and forgot my drink. But they made sure I got the damn straw. They made sure I got the damn straw. Now, am I a little upset? Of course. Should this be happening to me? No. Or anybody? No. I wouldn't even worse. I wouldn't even like wish this on my worst enemy. I don't have any enemies, but I wouldn't wish this upon anybody I was beefing with. I want them to get their full meal. I want them to get, if you order something, I want you to get your full meal, bro. Drink and all. Straw and all. You know what's fun? Dude, I'm done ordering out. The reason why I'm done ordering out is because I never forget it. So I, I, um, I never forget this. This is what kind of turned me off from Wingstop. So your boy DoorDash and Wingstop. And, and they're pretty good. They're pretty consistent, if I will say so. They're pretty consistent with, you know, making sure that they don't forget stuff, so on and so forth, right? So I ordered Wingstop, and for some reason, the soda, but this is like the first time, it's a couple weeks ago, so the soda was just gross. I'm like, is this Sprite? Like, this is not Sprite. Like, this is old. Like, it's not even old. It doesn't taste like soda. I don't, I can't describe to you the taste. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't like soda... It had that, um, the carbonation, but it just wasn't soda. That makes sense. Then I had Dr. Pepper one time. The next time around, I had Dr. Pepper. Then I said, what the hell am I even drinking? This is not even soda. Like, it's so gross. Like, it's just, it's like they just said, um, here's the carbonated water and here's some syrup, some brown syrup, and have fun. That's exactly what it just tasted like to me. It didn't taste like, it tasted like nothing. It tasted like crap. It tasted like the bottom of a horse's hoof, okay? After it ran the Kentucky Derby. It tasted so gross, so gross. Um, so yeah, I deleted, I have deleted uh, DoorDash. Also, I wanted to just keep my money where it's at and not in the pockets of DoorDash. Um, so the app's gone because of the incompetence of Popeye employees and and, I, and here's the thing I'm not attacking Popeyes I'm attacking the people that work at this particular one I don't know which one it is because they go from like there's one on where I live there's one up on the hill somewhere and then there's one at the bottom somewhere now I don't know where it's at per se but I do know is stop messing up my order <laughs> okay stop it stop Stop. Because all I want is my drink. All I want is the drink. Remember remember when Drake said, all I want is the chips with the dip? Bro did not win a championship. And he said, <laughs> we have to play it. Oh, my gosh. He really said that. I want the chips with my dip. Like, chips with the dip? Bro. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Chips. With the dip, bro. I want the chips with the dip. 
bro, it did not just give me it. The first thing I looked up three easy chip dips. Chips with the dip, man. Chips with the dip. This is so stupid. I want my chips with the dip. That's what he said. Let's listen to this. Oh, there's an ad. We're not playing that. We're not giving hope. Never mind. Let's say. I don't know if you guys can hear it. This is poetic. The six and six. Bro, bro, bro. You. <laughs> imagine, imagine if I put up. Imagine if I was when I have influence like Drake. Uh, maybe not that much of influence because he he makes people get hearts in their head. Not doing that. Um, uh, not gonna, never gonna do that. But imagine if I uh went to the Seattle Seahawks. So let's say the Seattle the Seahawks won a Super Bowl or the Sonics when they come back when they return, win a championship. Imagine if I'm talking like I am one of the players. You have to slap me. You have to slap me in in the back of my head. Just slap me as hard as you can because. We just have to just listen. If you could see his face, I, I, I if you could see his face, just get to the point <laughs> because he's looking. So he's looking up as if he's looking up to God. And he's just like, I'm, I'm amazed. Like, you know how people answer questions and they're just like, they're thinking about the answer. He's just looking up like this. Just, just total, just, just so in the moment that he's not realizing how, how cringe and how crass this is. He's so, is such in the moment that he doesn't realize that you don't play <laughs> for the Toronto Raptors. It's so funny. There it goes. There it goes to the top. We're going to take it to the top. We're going to go from the top. We're going to go from when Kawhi Leonard brought a ring to the city. The six and six. This guy starts rapping. Literally. Look, listen. Bringing a chip to the city. Man, I tell you what, I want my chips with the dip too, Drake. I don't even like dip, okay? But I do want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. Um, um, yeah, man. So here we are. Um, let's get right into it, though. Enough with the uh, the jokes and stuff like that. Let's get right into it. Um, so Michael B. Jordan. We're gonna crack jokes because this is hilarious. Um. You hate to see it. I feel bad for bro. I feel so bad for him because here's the thing. I don't feel as bad as I did. So when I first heard the news, I was like, and I'm acting like he died or something. Uh, he just broke up with his girl. But when I first heard it, I was like, ah, oh, dang, that sucks. You know, he really seemed like he liked her or whatever the case may be. But then it got me realizing about um, like history and just like how that's important to run relationships somebody had posted they were just like um i don't know what he expected 
like he got with a girl who dated a dad and the son and he expected to be turn a wife out of like that and he was like the the post was like body counts matter history matters stuff like that and i almost quoted that verbatim i don't know who uh, it's on, i can't find it no more but um it's a good point that got me thinking that's a really good point because I used to be of the stance of, like, body counts don't matter. If you're a dude, it, it shouldn't matter. Um, excuse me. If you're a woman, it shouldn't matter. I still feel that way. I still feel like it shouldn't matter as much. I think it's important to pay attention to the history of the type of people she's dated. Now, if I had a girlfriend like Lori Harvey, and I know that she dated Diddy and his eldest son, I would have some questions about myself and my pick in my in my pick of women, you know, pick of the litter, selection, whatever you want to call it, was it has is it good? Like, you know, and everybody's like, he's the template, he's the blueprint, and he still can't work. This is why you don't do that with women, or this is why you don't date them or whatever the case may be. Um stop right there. I'm gonna pause you right there. I'm gonna pause right there. I'm going to stop you. Let's go ahead and get to a good stopping point like we're in school. Let's go ahead and get to a good stopping point because that makes no sense. I get it. You know, history is important. It matters. But also, they just weren't on the same page. He's in his 30s. She's like in her early, like mid-20s. So she's in the prime. So think about it like this. It depends on what you prioritize as well. But I'm going to hit you with this analogy. Imagine if you're a young prime player basketball player right and you're like most players nowadays get the money and retire that's what it's that's just like the, maybe not in basketball but in football that's the trend um but in basketball you're not really too worried about winning right this is like you're in your prime but you're making a killing you're making a killing you're in your prime you're not really worried about winning you're just kind of worried about bettering your craft you know there's gonna come a point in time where you do want to win some guys are like that in this particular case, and you, and you can't get mad. Oh, I wish he would have stayed. I'm like, well, if the guy wanted more money, he's chasing the money, one. And if he's not ready to be committed to winning, then you don't need that type of culture or type of energy surrounded by you. And that pertains to going all the way, playoffs, so on and so forth. And it starts with training camp. So I think in Jordan's head, Jordan's head, Michael B. Jordan, Calling him by his last name, like I know the guy. Um, Michael B. Jordan, I think that in his case, he should have probably hashed it out a little more from from what my point of view, because it seems like he's had the idea of, I'm going to make this my girlfriend. Because he's probably like, she's not going to say no. There's no way you can say no. But also, there is a way you can say no. And she just did it. She said no later down the line. I just think that she was more in it for, I'm just going to have fun, Michael B. Jordan, oh my God, this is a movie star, mega star, he's loved around the world, I'm just going to see where it goes. I think that's how she played it, and like I said, in his case, he wanted to marry her, but it seemed like, or make her his fiance. Um, she's not committed to winning like that, bro. <laughs> she's committed to winning, but maybe not like that, okay? Like... She still wants to explore her options and stuff like that. And that is a long-term contract. That's a forever contract. That's business and pleasure involved. And that's a lot to get involved. And that's, just, and that's marriage, okay? I don't know anything. Like, I haven't even been in a relationship. So 
just for that aspect of it on its own to just be married and stuff like that, like that's crazy to me. Um, yeah, but I, I do think um, I feel bad for him though. It hurts. It it seems like it hurts. Um, especially when the one you thought for sure, like he was probably certain that that was the one that you know, because it it was the one that he was gonna marry. But now it's the one that got away. I don't think he, I mean, it's going to teach him a lesson. It's going to teach him a valuable lesson. And I'm sure he's had his heart broken. But to be at the cusp of like winning a championship and then it's like, it's like winning a champion. Like, you know that you're just a couple pieces away and your best player's like, I'm out. You're like, bro, we were so close. You were right there. Literally, that's what happened. It seemed like, you know, Michael B. Jordan's the best player. In this case, was Lori Harvey. And Lori wasn't committed to winning. Michael was committed. I want to know who broke up with who. I'm pretty sure she broke up with him. Because I know for a fact, and that's when it ran its course. I think she was looking for a way out, which sucks. Because it sounds like me, but it also sucks that you have to wait so long. Like, she couldn't, like, she was enjoying it. Her just the way she was just living and especially just chilling with him. She seemed like she was enjoying it. Now, I do not follow these people. I follow Michael on social media. Michael B. Jordan. I follow him on social media because, you know, he's a successful black man. Come on. I need something to look up to and be influenced by and inspired by. But um, but also, I don't know. I just feel like this is going to be a tough life lesson for him. And then Corday is trying to tear him up and make it better. Like, he does not give a damn. <laughs> He couldn't care less about um, that whole situation. But I don't want this to be like a thing that people... Ooh, let me get a swallow of water. I don't want this to be a thing that people, um, guys in particular, get upset about. Like, here's the thing. Or the principle of it, not necessarily the details revolving the people, but the principle of just a relationship or something that's not working out, and then you're just going to be like, I oh, I should have seen this coming. I should have knew better. Somebody should have told me it would be like this. Stop with that mentality. That's a terrible mentality. It's toxic as well. Um, there's no point of changing who you are just because of something happened along the lines. You know what I'm saying? Like something. I know something happened along the way. And in this case, we're just going to use Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey as an example. But that does not mean change who you are just because something just didn't work out. Like, they just weren't on the same page. Y'all weren't on the same page. And it just didn't work out. And that's totally fine. And and you got to understand that. And sometimes it's hard to just even, you know, just process like, dang, you know, she really broke up with me. She's out of my life. Like that's how you got you got to hit that Michael Jackson. She's out of my life. You guys know I can do that. You guys know I can do that. Now, can I hit the next high note? Hell no. Am I gonna try? Absolutely not. But can I get can I get deep? Can I get low? She's out of my life. That's what he gotta say. That I was wondering when he broke up. I was wondering what 
is he playing? Like, what's his car playlist? Like, what's his playlist now? Because he's sad. He got to say that. I don't know whether to laugh or cry. Got to hit him with that. Got to hit him with that, bro. That has to be a song. If I ever get my heart broken, I'm playing that song. And it cuts like a knife. She's on a mark. Bro, sign me. Epic, sign me. Sony, sign me. I'm the next Michael Jackson. Don't sign me. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> sign me to something else. You know what I'm saying? Sign me to that that deal. I'm going to need that deal. Um, What else I got for y'all, man? She's out of my life. Same, Mike. Same. <laughs> same, Michael. Same. Um, Oh, speaking of relationships, is it worth it? Is a relationship worth it? Um, no. I don't think a relationship's worth it in this day and age. I think, I mean, well, take that back. I don't think marriage is as important. I don't think it's as a focal point as it once was because most, the first, um, it's so crazy. I looked this up. The divorce rate in America is 45%. In 2021, when they took the survey, it's still high, 45%. So 45% of marriages don't work out. Uh, you're like, oh, well, that's not, that's in the minority, but it's still too high for me. In the 80s, it said it was like, like 70 something. I was like, how was it ever 70? How was the divorce rate ever 70? Why'd you even marry each other if you guys didn't like each other? Like, what, what was the point of even marrying each other? But anyway, um, do I think it's a good idea to get married? Yes. Because... The cost of living is going up. Um, if you want to raise a child, I think it's best to raise it. I think it would be, I can't say it's best. It'd be better. It'd be beneficial for the kid, in my opinion, and from what I've experienced, to be raised in a two-parent household, coming from a kid who was only was raised, you know, single father and single mother. So my parents split, obviously. But just to be raised in that, you know, type of environment, it's kind of, it's tough. It's tough. So I think... If you have a child, it's better to be in a like a committed relationship. But I just see. But what what's funny about like that type of trend? It's not a good trend to have. And I think people are. I hope this is not why people are having children or are keeping the, or the the child or whatever the case may be. I don't know what they have going on. I don't know what the situation is. But I hope this is not the reason why. Um, children aren't a flex. Sorry. As much as we show off our kids and we and people are proud of children and stuff like that, like I know I'm going to show off my kids and I'm going to, you know, be proud of my kids. But, but what I mean by flex, and that is a flex showing them off and stuff like that, but what I mean by flex, I don't mean as, this is a person, okay? And people could say, oh, I know that, but do you? I, don't, I can't even comprehend that. I can only comprehend that practically. If I have a child here right next to me that is my own flesh, my flesh and my flesh, my blood and my blood, I would not be like, oh my God, look at my baby. That baby is not being posted and plastered all over social media. That baby is going to know only a handful of people. People will not even know I have a child. You understand what I'm saying? They might know, they might have, they might know I have a child just because, you know, I, and it's not like I won't post them, but I'm not, it's not like I'm going to like, like my kid will never have his own page, like as a baby. Like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? I don't like those type of pages anyways because, and I get it, this is the times that we're in, but 
you shouldn't, my opinion. And there's no, um, there's no benefit to showing your kid off, but also there's nothing that like prohibits your kid from like growing and being a, a dope person if you don't show them off, if you do show them off rather. Um, but I just think that there's something to be said about intimacy and privacy. And when you have a child, I feel like there's too many people, there's too many outside influences. The moment that you post your kid, the moment that you're open to ridicule, you're, you're already open to ridicule and stuff like that as a parent, just being taught how to parent from other parents. But you are subjected to ridicule from other other people you have never seen millions and millions of miles away, maybe not a million miles away, but a couple that hundred thousand miles away. So, th- with with knowing that information, I just don't think it's as smart, you know, to anything like and you don't. And I, and I know you don't have to engage with people on the internet and stuff like that. But I do think that it's just not, in my opinion, my humble opinion, with no children. Um, I don't know. I just think I don't even like posting myself on social media. So posting my child it will be slim to none. Um, but I, I just I do think that there's a way to go about um, that, you know, posting your kid and stuff like that. I think it's cool that people are interested in showing off their babies. I just think that what are you doing it for? Huh? What are you doing it for? Do you want the people to know that you have a child or are you just being are you saying, oh, my God, here's a toy? You're showing it off like a toy, you know. That's why I used to hate that as a kid. And the, and as a as a as a not and when I say I wasn't showing off like as if I was a like a toy, but I just always didn't like talking about what I did, like my accomplishments. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's just because, first of all, I thought it was just weird. You know what I'm saying? I just thought my accomplishments—that's what I was supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? If I'm living that, I might as well take it to the extreme or take it as far as I can go, you know, if it's an accomplishment, if I do something, I expect to see it through. I expect to get the highest reward. So to me, when I do something, I don't expect, I don't talk about it, but people bring it up and I just kind of get embarrassed, but like, uh, you know, we turn in my head, if I'm doing something, I expect to see it through. I expect to finish it. But I, I get, I know some people are like, you got to celebrate your accomplishments. You got to celebrate, you got to celebrate. And I do. I have to be more celebratory about my successes and my accomplishments and stuff like that. But back to the kids and just showing them off. Um, I hope people are not using their kid. And and, and and I'm not attacking anybody. No ridicule, no nothing. Um, people are going to parent the way they parent. I don't particularly care if you show your kid or not. I just think that with everybody having this new trend of children, and I just don't think everybody's just seeing the bigger picture or seeing it through with their own personal life and the child's life. You got to think a kid raising a kid is tough, you know, and if you're not in the best situation financially, you know, it's going to be even tougher. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's no nothing to beat around the bush on that. So I just think, you know, any single mothers out there, single fathers out there or anybody out there just has a kid who's just young, a baby like me, 20 year old baby, you know, um, be smart. Be mindful of everybody out here. Uh, people do not care. You know what I'm saying? They will call. They'll claim your kid, auntie. They'll say that's my that's my little nephew. That's my little niece. But they ain't they ain't giving you nothing for them to eat. You know what I'm saying? Think about that. I know it's a shortage, but they ain't even throwing you no no dollar bills to get the little boy, little girl something to eat. 
So just be mindful of, you know, that's what I mean by that. Because you're going to get a lot of people out the woodwork that's just like, oh, my God, that's my niece. That's my nephew. That's my sis. That's my bro. Nah. You, you, no. Those aren't your peoples. Um, the people that come out the woodwork, those aren't your peoples. The people that was always been down or that seem that they're really genuine and that they actually care about you. Those are your peoples, but the people that are claiming your kid and stuff, not even helping out. I, I don't know how you call people sis and brother, and they don't want to help out, like at all. Like the moment you say that you that you're his uncle or that you're his uh, his aunt, that's the moment that okay, we'll, we'll kick in then, aunt. Kick in then, uncle. Don't just sit up here and just say that because it's cool to have. Because best believe, you're not getting anything from the kid. So like, no. Absolutely not. We're not doing that. So that's what I say about that, man. Protect your energy. Protect your protect your equilibrium. You know, shout out to my guy. Um, shout out to my guy, E, man. My uncle. That's my uncle. That's uncle, man. That's my uncle right there, man. Put me on with so much stuff. Put me on with so much stuff. Very, very knowledgeable. Uh, gave me the fresh cut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, stop playing with me. Um, But we're here, man. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. What else we got? What else we got? I don't want to talk about that. Oh, I'll leave off with this note since this was brought to my attention by my uncle. Shout out to my guy, E. There's my dog. Made an appearance. You know she makes an appearance. You know she comes through. Every now, you know, it's been a minute since she came through, but she came through. Um, Just so rude. Just so rude. Um, I was about to say. Yeah. I share. <sighs> my culture. How you guys doing? You guys doing okay? Hope you guys are doing great. I got a bone to pick with y'all. Not even a bone to pick, but just something I just noticed. Um, why are we still sagging? Why are we still having our pants below our buttock? Um, there is a lot of hidden undertones with that. And I'm not trying to be preachy. I don't care, okay? Do what you want to do. But also, people perceive you a certain way. And you're like, I don't care what people perceive me. I'm like, that's a good point. But also, you should care about how you perceive yourself. If you knew the hidden meaning behind sagging your pants, and I am not going to explain it on, I'm not going to explain it because you need to do your own personal research and history on this stuff. And I encourage anybody, if you want to, if you're just interested in knowing, learning about culture, this is a part of my culture and my history. So if you want to, you know, if you're interested in, in looking what, uh, what, what a sagging entails, I was tell you it's breaking the buck, but you know, if you want to look up what that terminology means, I'm not going to explain what it is, but if you want to look that up, go ahead. Be my guest. I guarantee you, when people told me what, what it meant and the what it and how it's still connected to us, like deeply rooted within us, I pulled on my pants so quick. I couldn't, you, you couldn't, I couldn't pull them up. Now I wear them, now I have high, you know, it looks like I have high waters on the way I pull up my pants so fast, you know. You gotta be taken serious, man. You know, it's a sign, sagging just shows a sign of ignorance. It's just that simple. I don't wanna call none of my people in my culture ignorant, but if the shoe fits, and if it's your size, and it's your style, you might wanna try them on. <laughs> you might try them on, and once you try them on, you'll be like, oh snap, this is actually how people look at me, and this is the actual 
connotation and this is actually what it means, then, then you will stop doing that. You know, I'm not begging or pleading anybody. Um, I just want to know how come, how come that's still a thing. Um, it's not, it shouldn't be a thing at all, you know, but, and it's corny, like, because, because what's the point? What's the point? Who are you doing it for? You know, the ladies don't like that. And if you're doing it for the fellas, then we got some questions about you, which is totally fine. But I know my culture and the people within my culture don't like that. They don't like being questioned like that. Why are you questioning what I'm doing? No, I'm not homophobic. No, I'm not homosexual. No, leave me alone. I'm just sagging my pants. Leave me alone. Well, okay. That's great that you're not homophobic, but... Are you sure? Like, what? So who you who you sagging your pants for? You can't tell me that's comfortable. There's just no way you can tell me that's comfortable. And I don't mean to come at anybody or antagonize anybody. I'm coming from a sh- from a person who's done it, who's done who doesn't do it anymore. Why are you still doing it? That's all I gotta say. I've grown out of so many bad habits and old habits. Trust me, bro. I used to do the same. Whatever you've done, I've done it. Sagging, did it. Some more illegal stuff, I did it. Am I proud of it? I'm not ashamed of it. Not proud, but I'm not ashamed of it. I'm, ex- I'm ashamed that I was exposed to it so early. But I'm not I, I'm not what I've done. No, 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 no. Not what I've done. You can't, you can't have no regrets. You can't be ashamed of anything that you've done in your life. Because you haven't lived the life then. You haven't lived it to the fullest that you can. But that's all I got for you guys, man. Stop sagging your pants. Pull your pants up over your ass. How about that? How about we do that? Y'all have belts and be sagging crazy. It's just crazy. I, you, can't, you can't even explain it to me. If you be like, oh, well, uh, 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 No, don't want to hear that, okay? No, we're good. Um, hope you guys enjoy this episode, man. Enjoy the sunshine, man. It is Wednesday. Enjoy the rest of you guys' week. You guys are the best. You guys are the greatest. You guys will achieve great things, so on and so forth. I hope you guys accomplish whatever it is y'all want to do in your life. But as of right now, it's hot as hell. I'm about to get up out of here. Um, This has been the Purple Experience. I am your host, Dia Jordan, Mr. Purple, and the real Slim Shady. And I will holler at y'all later. Peace out. Fix, 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 fix.